Welcome back to the APA. It is episode 190. Holy crap, that's crazy to say. The Apollo um, Protection Pagency. Pagency. Yeah, we get 10 away from 200, whatever that means. Um, it's still Saturday. We're still recording. We're still playing Starfinder. We're going to keep Emily's it rolling. Emily's still wearing that hentai shirt. I she am. Is still wearing the I love this of shirt so much. Yeah. So what, is yeah. what is it in? Nitrogen? So it's helium, nitrogen. What's TA? Tantalum? Tantalum. And then iodine. 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 And it says, yeah, yeah I'm into science. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest shirt. Hentai. Yeah, I'm yeah. Saying. yeah, it's like one of the top five best shirts I own. So that is pretty good, though. Well, I have a question for you guys to, for this opening banter. Uh, it's about hentai. You don't. It's, no, it's not. Please it's give not, me a question about I, no, hentai. I, I'm literally trying to get away from that. Um, so <laughs> sprinting away. Yes, it's uh, hard to so, get away from tentacles. I'm just saying. So the the. This is a level up episode, and so in the interest of that, I want to ask you guys each one a classic, a classic icebreaker question. Oh boy! If you could have a superpower, what would it be? I feel like we've done this. Nope. I, if really? we have, you probably did it in class this week. No, <laughs> I know I've answered this question before. Whether or not it was for the icebreaker, I've answered this question, and I still stand by my my answer: shape shifting. Shape shifting. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Hmm. Why? Uh, because so she could have sex as an animal. Listen, no, but for real though, because then you get kind of everything. You can shape shift into a bird, and you can fly. You can shape shift into like a shark, and you can swim. Like, uh, you mean full shapes, druid yeah. shape, full on, yeah, like, like wild shape styles. Style. Yeah, animorphs mm. for sure. Like, we do nothing half-assed, but of I don't course, want the two-hour limit Animorphs has. Then you get stuck as the animal. Mm-hmm. Well, depending on the animal, that could be cool. But no, but also, there would, of course, be the uh, hybrid option. So you could kind mm-hmm. of like a half-transition, as it were. In the ta- the typical classic uh, lycanthropic situation, as it were. <laughs> okay, so your superpower would be lycanthropy, a curse. Got it. All right, Zach. What about you? Are we surprised? All right, so <laughs> no, no. Like practically, I think that flight would be like just my jam. Um, mm-hmm. It. I would take telekinesis if I could use that telekinesis to also fly. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Really other things. If I could move myself and right. have a makeshift version of, of self-flight, so, that would be my jam. Yeah. You say that uh, Brandon Sanderson's Mistborn series, that's how yep. the magic system works, pushing yep. and pulling metals, and they yep. use those metals to sling themselves around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is Something essentially like that. flight. That would be dope. I would love to be able to, like, Move object with my mind, but the most important object to move with my mind, in my opinion, would be me, because that's, I want to fucking fly. Right, right, that's you know? mind right, bullets, right. Kyle. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I want to be oh. able to pee without holding my dick. <laughs> <laughs> There's a superpower. I never saw one. I would not use it to fight crime. Right? I would use it to get to to skip traffic on the way to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Heath, what about you? Um. Initially, I was I was thinking, you know how Superman can like just flip through a book and have read the whole thing. Mm, yeah. That's that's pretty dope. Um, but then I was like, no, but like I really enjoy the process of reading, so mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Um, teleportation, if it doesn't mean that I'm just dying and being cloned <laughs> over and over again, 
Um, I feel like superpowers. Style, huh? Yeah, we're talking superpowers, right. so you know. But yeah, like magic style teleportation, I think you know Trump's flight in terms of efficiency maybe a little less fun. Oh, that would be fun, super yeah. convenient. Yeah. Like being able to teleport to work. Like oh. I'm, Rolled out of bed late. I got five minutes to get there. No problem. You know? <laughs> um, but also, like, it would let me travel. Like, I can go to, you know, like, I don't have to spend thousands of dollars to go to London for a month. You know? Like, me? just, Maybe just I fucking go. Can we just, like, See, for a bring second. me a cliff bar and then hit, hit the road. <laughs> hit the skies. I'll hit wait on you. <laughs> <laughs> what, Josh? No, I was going to say, mine was, I wish I'd gone before Heath because it was also teleportation. Like the ability to just be somewhere else at any time is would be amazing. I if mean, you you're wanted saying to you don't want to be fly, here right now. You could keep well. <laughs> look, don't read too much into that. Um, <laughs> if you could like teleport up and forward a bit and then fall super fast, or just immediately teleport in a in a very short succession in a line, it's essentially flying. If you wanted that's, to have the experience of that's, flying, that's pretty much how it is in the Stormlight Archive. Yeah. Is that they use light to like re uh, still reading gravity? Oh wait, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay. It's in the first fucking chapter, yeah, man. No, that's you know? not, not that. This is like like teleport. If you if you could do it fast enough, think like well, Dragon like Ball style you, the way you said, like, fall, transmission fall in a different direction. Is no, no, no. About, I was I was know? talking about like if you, and then I refined it because like if we're talking superpowers, it wouldn't have to be like teleport forward 10 yards and then fall so you can see where you are and then teleport forward 10 yards again kind of up at an angle and that's like, like kind city of, a, of heroes teleportation yeah, right. so, like not, not that crap like if, if we're talking full-on superpowers i'm teleporting sub millimeters in front of myself over and over at extremely fast speed to where i'm essentially flying if i want that experience see, i would be such a mundane teleporter too like not only to zach's point like just getting to work but like uh not paying for concert tickets, you know, like I just, just teleport in the in. building and yeah. it's like, what, try to get me, motherfucker. I'll just teleport <laughs> out and teleport <laughs> back. Me again. Uh, me again. But yeah. you, couldn't, you couldn't be jailed. Like, you, you yeah, like, just get out of there, no problem. But then on top of that, like, the real nerd in me is like, if I'm, you know, watching a documentary about Pompeii, it's like, I'm, you know what? I'm going to teleport over there and look at it <laughs> okay. myself for a minute. I'm you know? so glad that you're kind of like digging down into this because for a second I was really feeling a little self-conscious. I was like, everybody else's superpowers is based on efficiency and mine is just like, I could actually be a fox. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Live your dream. I mean, live yeah, your best do, life. Do, do, you, do you. What about well, you, John? So uh, while the teleportation is incredibly appealing um and if i could choose to then definitely uh, teleportation as well but uh, uh ultimately i would also have to choose uh telekinesis as well um i was appealed by like have you ever seen the movie uh chronicle 2012 it was like with michael mm -hmm. b jordan um anyway uh yeah basically was is able to like uh there's telekinesis involved, but it's also is able to fly through telekinesis as well. The, right. Yeah, you I know? want that yeah. kind of telekinesis. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that shit's cool. I find that fucking awesome. You know, is able to like move. I'll take shit. the I'll take Very the eleven style stuff. nosebleeds or whatever if I could just yeah. like fucking yeet myself to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so on that note, I wonder, you know, talking about teleportation. Why would anything other than yourself go with 
it's not like you'd be teleporting your clothes. I guess if it's, it's super a power, superpower, you can control it. You can bring it. But I'm just, I'm it's thinking magic. practically, realistically, like, yeah, yeah. if you yeah, could yeah. teleport to Listen, somewhere else, mm. it would be you that's teleporting, not all your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, my, my naked ass going to show up at the lettuce concert. <laughs> 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 trying to stop me, I'll fucking bounce out of there. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, okay. What about uh, you, Adam? Time manipulation. Oh, time mm. manipulation. But I, I want nothing to do but, with it. Yeah, I, it never ends well in any yeah. story ever. You'd yeah. be so ab- you'd be abusing it so much. I think you, know? I, like, you guys would not be abusing your telekinesis. You could say that it's just going to work, but once you got that power, come on, bro, you're gonna be yeah, making shit I mean, fly like, all around. All yeah, you're doing, stupid, you're not living life. So you're just lazy, correcting dude. your mistakes. I'm just gonna like, oh, I need this. So I'll just. Mm. At that point, nothing. I I mean, basically, you. you So it's less about like undoing. The time manipulation I would like to do is less about like undoing uh, previous Previous, things, but but slowing down, slowing time. uh, You know, uh, stretching time, that kind of thing. To give you more hours so you in the day experience to fucking yeah, 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 yeah. more have fucking time finder chamber, games, so more yeah. Star Finder games. Yeah, yeah. 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 To, to do the to do the keyboard practice that I'm oh. slowly <laughs> lacking because of all the Star Wars. Yeah. It's like I want it solely yeah. to get back my editing hours. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'd like a superpower where I could edit instantly, so I can have my life back. So, um, I mean, so I, I would love if that were to happen. And you start trying to do the editing and stuff, and you're and going so fast so that the computer is just like <laughs> you're like clicking and waiting for what to, for you feels like thirty minutes or thirty seconds for the click to register. It really extends my editing. <laughs> yeah. Experience. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. Let's talk about some some fake but real superpowers um, that you guys are going to get for your f- fake but real in my heart characters. Hard. Yes. Uh, same. Um, but so you know, not to just like throw ourselves right into that. I do have Ziva turned question. into a bear. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. I do have a question for you guys that I don't think any of you guys have considered. You have Clone Weldy still on the ship. Oh shit! Um, and you need you need to take him to Northstar. <laughs> I reckon. That's on the way, Unless you right? plan on taking him to Hib Can with we you. just teleport in the North Star? Right, that'd be way more convenient. Did anybody, did anybody get, did anybody get <laughs> teleport Dimension door. at this level? Let's <laughs> put him in one of those like Superman containers that he came to Earth in as a baby. And just like, he'll, he'll get there at some point. <laughs> Slap him in a drop pod and shoot him yeah, out right. the side. Yeah, like put a him in an escape pod. pod we'll just see on his way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. As long as, as, long as oh, I have man. my AirPods, I leave, it, leave him with yeah a bunch of uh, Grateful Dead recordings on his Grateful iPod Leoxian. and a okay. couple bags of beef jerky. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. And a Cliff Bar. It's good to go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I got Not plenty sponsored of by Cliff Bar. Um, yeah, I mean like that's not nutritious though, Weldy. Because yeah. the beef jerky is. You just sit there and wait faster. <laughs> it's mentally. Helpful. <laughs> I mean, where Dude, is like Je- smoking that shit in a vacuum, man? Where is Jeter at? Is it consider? Is it in near space? Or- uh, I, I think so. But you also have the rune drive, so it like basically mm. you're 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 a D six away from everywhere. Okay, love it. Well, then yeah, okay, we well, drop fine. him off. Obviously. Okay, I guess. Yeah, I am not. I am not babysitting Weldy. 
further than we have to. Okay? Oh, we've got like the potential of the Civ coming back with super weapons to take over the known universe and the whole uh, Hib conundrum and safeguarding a people's history. And it's like, oh, but we got to drop off our stoner at his day job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go with you guys, but uh, no. it seems like a little bit above my, my pay grade. Yeah, it is, Weldy. <laughs> Definitely Wait, is. you asking for more money? I'm asking for more levels. Have we been paying him? Out. <laughs> no, no, North Star paid me, but then the Xenomorphs did, but now I'm going Xenomorphs the- paid you? Kill him! Kill him! He's a traitor! (laughs) (laughs) The only way they pay for anything is by like fucking face hugging chestbursters, dude. Uh, out of been, space uh, while you guys have been doing this and I've been hiding out on the ship I've been watching a lot of Alien I apologize <laughs> no the Xeno Wardens are kind of paying me but like now they're paying what other me mean? it's well, an experience because now they're paying other me oh. this me isn't getting paid so I gotta go back to North Star to get paid so what you meant to say is I'm not getting paid <laughs> at all period well yeah <laughs> You need a cliff bar, Weldy? I'm sure you're yeah. hungry. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. Uh, Zeno, is whale polyps, Zeno's so. been doing a lot of experiments on me, y'all. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, so you take him to North Star. You know, uh, let's just see how long it takes. Let's see how long it takes. Hey, I literally rolled a one. Yay. So, so not long. Hop in his skip. Yeah. Teleport. Uh, and Basically. Yeah. You, you kind of. You know, pull up to North. To we the just North slow Star down. He's like, "All right, Weldy, just jump off and roll." <laughs> yeah, you got this. Uh, well, I really don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and, and you land, and I mean, Ziva, you know, your your nephew is here for whatever that's worth. Um, but whenever you land, uh, old dude, uh, Gavin he comes out. To greet you, what does he? What does he say, Emily, to this giant ship that just oh. uh, landed unexpectedly? Oh, is that Siva? Oh, hello, welcome, oh, welcome to North Star. It's been so long since I've seen you. How are you, my dear? Oh my gosh, good, good gracious! Come, 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 come. We'll have tea. We'll have, we'll have. Do you still like that that one Castrovillian brandy in your tea? I, I think I have some squirreled away for a very special occasion and a very special lady. Come, 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 come. And um, um, hey, I'm back too, Gavin. But oh, whatever. Hi, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, does, is this the weldy that has my sword, or was the sword cloned? The Do sword they both have cl- the sword? They both have the sword. Oh wow! Oh wow! We but can is- become weapons dealers. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we fix dude, the Starfinder economy. Easy money glitch, dude. Yeah, easy exactly. money glitch. Infinite <laughs> money glitch. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, Ziva would definitely be like, "Oh, Gavin, it's been quite a while. I see everything here is. Um, you seem to be prospering, and everything is quite, quite nice." Um, we're actually in a bit of a hurry, so we can't uh, stay for long. We just wanted to um, make sure our dear sweet Weldy made it back safe and sound. Yeah, uh, so can I come back to work here, ah. Gavin? Oh, yes, of course. We had never gave your position away. We told you when you went on your internship uh, that uh, we would, of course, uh, 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 keep your space. Uh, I'm not saying that Zickle has taken over and he's now, you know, 
the best friend of the group. You. <laughs> I'm not saying he usurped you. I'm, I'm also not saying that he didn't. Um, but, uh, Wait, hang on. Zickle's here? <laughs> I ain't uh, not saying it neither. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Zickle. Uh, let me see. There, we've got the crew, and he would like shoot a calm and be like, Our crew! Um, boys, yes, come, come along. I, there's some people here I'd love for you to meet and, well, <laughs> get reacquainted with. Fucking <laughs> 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 love Gavin, y'all. Oh, man. <laughs> He's a um, little bit of muscular animal. A simple animal. crew. <laughs> a crew. I mean, yeah, you know, Zickle would certainly come out and be like, oh, God, it's it's them. Uh, 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 Liesl, Liesl, this is, this, this is... This is the crew that I've been telling you about that came oh. to our, our, our colony and, and they like saved us and, and changed our whole lives. Lisa just lights up. She's just like, oh, this is amazing. Phil would flash Zickle the biggest smile and say, not, how's it, not how's it going, I thought champ? that was going. <laughs> Phil gets what, what did you think <laughs> No, 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 no. These are they're still kids. No. No, no, no. They're like 22. They're like 20. Still kids. Like, okay. <laughs> Been th- like three or four years since yeah, since we it's met been a while. Them on. Yeah, uh, it's been a while. Oh, uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Fell, I, I've I've done so much. I, 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 what you gave me just like unlocked like all sorts of things for me. Like look at look at this armor that I made. That is that is incredible. This. That's awesome. Looks like you're quite the lady killer now too, huh? Zickle, uh, you've been uh, killing uh, ladies. Oh my gosh, I don't even know you. No, 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 that's not what it's I meant. cold-blooded killer. <laughs> <laughs> and he um, looks it in that armor, and Mike goes and like inspects his armor. He's like, oh, pretty good work. Yeah. And gives, him some, gives him some tips, you know. Oh, hey, Weldy. Are you, are, are you back? Uh, yeah? <laughs> uh, okay, cool. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's not awkward. Don't, yeah, don't make it yeah. awkward. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, we don't have to do a whole hacky sack ha- heroes Listen, episode. Listen, I, I, I do want to <laughs> say that the, the doc would want to greet his aunt yeah. very briefly and be like, Absolutely. Aunt Ziva, darling, you look amazing. <sighs> Are you getting younger all of a sudden? Loxy, you sweet. And she totally calls you Loxy, by the okay, way. Oh, That's sure. happening. Oh, come here, my darling. It's been so long. How are you? How is your mother? She's well. I haven't seen her in a while. I'll be honest with you. Listen, I heard same, your political same. career is taking off fantastically. Really? I w- I, and, and she would kind of pull you to say, I have heard a few things. Are you doing all right, darling? I've, yes, I've a listen, few friends. once you get elected, I may or may not need a tiny, itty bitty little pardon, okay? Just. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I'm sure you are very busy. I am. I'm, I'm a little worried. I, I mean, I will keep an ear out for you, but. Try and stay in the good graces as much as you can. Um, I can only do so much. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't want to become a herald of pain or suffering or anything like that on accident. She would just cut you the like <laughs> coldest of fucking like. Well, anyways, it's so good to see you. And she's like you kind too, of like you petting your hair and like stroking <laughs> your antennae back, like just kind of like. Like, oh, you got the little schmutz on you. Schmutz, yeah. <laughs> Please, keep in touch. I will do my best around here. And again, you know, tiny little pardon. Just, you know, when you get time for it, okay? No rush. I will. Mean, I mean, keep it it's that wonderful to mind. see you, Aunt Ziva. Yes. Wonderful to see you. 
<sighs> and uh, she just like walks yeah. away and she's looking over her shoulder constantly like she's so worried. She's so concerned for you. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what has my family become? Yeah. And she walks over to Mike and she's like, There's so many malpractice suits against him. I don't know what he's done. <laughs> um well, he like says, thank y'all so much, man. Like, truly, you saved me again. Um, well, s- c- us again saved, uh, y- you know. Just don't think <laughs> about it. Okay, cool. Um, well, y'all, good luck with the, that whole uh, situation that you guys got to deal with. I, w- I won't say anything. You promise, Weldy? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's cool. He puts out a pinky. He's like, yeah, man, we're set. Yeah. I, 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 like the, I like the genuine... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, just so you understand, Weldy, you are privy to extremely sensitive information that could well, destabilize like, entire societies Yeah, I don't mishandled. Do I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. That sounds awful. Uh Uh, I'll keep that secret if you keep my secret. That's fair. Winks. Yes, of course, Wendy. I mean, I'm going to keep the secret anyway because I really don't want that burden. (laughs) But, like, can y'all just not tell anybody Uh, what what you know about me? Which is that I have a third nipple. Yes, the third (laughs) nipple. Yeah, Yeah, that secret. Yeah, that's the one. Mm-hmm. Mike like, slaps right. him on the back and turns says, Trevor, me boy, how's it going? <laughs> 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 like, shakes his hand vigorously. I'm going to give that up too. You look good. You look healthy. Uh, <laughs> Ark, we got to fucking go, everybody. Yeah, go. It's good to see you. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> I love how sometimes Neva, Neva, Ziva slips into... Uh, like totally from uh, wh- wh- what we do in the shadows, Nadia. Oh, oh Nadia. Nadia. Yeah. Nadia. Yeah. She, well, Nadia's the best character on the I mean, yeah. easily. Yeah. yeah. Right behind right. Uh, her puppet, Daytona. Let's see Jackie, how long. No, Nadia beats Specifically, Jackie Daytona. No, the Jackie Daytona segment. This is just how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. Sorry, All go right. on, Adam. <laughs> so it's going to take you guys three days to get from here to Hib. Um, and as mentioned, this is a level up episode. And uh, I just want to say that this is, I think, I think going to be the last like floating in space in the Epic Tracer with downtime episode that the APA has. Mm. Spoilers. We don't have enough time in this episode to do everything that we'd ever want to do for what it's Well, worth. we might make the time. <laughs> Three episodes of, uh, of RP coming Level up. Talking about this, us being in this location, not necessarily within a single episode. Right, right. Uh, we'll see. We well, need to complete level. all of our life's goals. <laughs> right now. Yeah. In, this this ship, is not the in the span of this, three days. This is not the end of RP by any means, but it is, you know... It's, it's things are about to pop off, you know, and I just want you guys to enjoy it. And so who wants to, who, what do y'all do in this journey? How do you level up? What's going on? Well, Fel gets naked. Of course. Cool. Of course. I mean, it's in the privacy you know? of his own room. Oh, uh, not, not entirely private. 
Oh, no, yeah. You know what, <laughs> Terry? Okay. You're my boy, so it's it's fine. Don't worry about I it. I mean, yeah, like I'm I'm in you. It looks like you wear clothes, anyways. <laughs> and yeah, you're, you're in my head. <laughs> no, in your okay, yeah, I yeah. That's what I'm heard. I said, crazy, I'm bro. in you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, go. I'll, I'll get mine out of the way. Um, All right. You know, as with uh, with most times of orange level ups, uh, it's it's mostly a, you know internal sort of thing, so that's easy to do, but. I just kind of want to take you guys through, like, Orin's headspace real quick on, on all this, right? So, um, it's been three years since Orin has, you know, cleansed the temple on Verses, and he's had, up to this point, a relatively quiet life, right? Like, he's traveled around to a bunch of sacred uh, Hebraic sites, he's meditated, he's spoken with priests, he's studied texts, he's, you know, spent time drifting aimlessly in space, reflecting on the mysteries of the cosmos... He's deepened his connection with Ibra a lot, right? He's he's made peace with the realization that, at least to him, that he was brought back to be an instrument of Ibra's will. You know, that, that Ibra is going to guide him where they want him to be, give him the strength to meet whatever challenges are set before him, essentially. So, uh, his faith in his patron has never been stronger. Um... So, you know, internally right now, he's sort of working out that if Ibra has delivered him here now to this place, dealing with this situation, this is where he is supposed to be to, you know, work out some aspect of what Ibra's will is for this, right? He's got work to do. He needs to commit himself to kind of resolving this crisis. But for Oren, the idea of going up against a threat like this is, is pretty daunting, right? He doesn't know what's in store, uh, but he knows he's not strong enough to face off against, you know, potentially an existential threat like the sieve. So, uh, he, you know, at some point he's sitting alone, he's meditating, and he's praying, and he's asking Ibra for strength, for, you know, the power to sort of meet this challenge that he feels is going to be ahead of them. And, you know, he's asking, he's just speaking to Ibra, asking for some stronger magic, right? For some tangible power to affect the world around him. Because in these, as we're going up against these, like, psychically resistant enemies that we recently fought, he he felt like he didn't, he couldn't do anything against them, right? So he wants tangible power. And as he's praying, he has a realization. He's kind of glimpsing into the, into the, the cosmic weave and everything. And if he focuses hard enough, he can sense that he can pull celestial objects towards him, right? Uh, you know, that oh, a strong resolve, he can focus, he can bend the orbit of asteroids and direct them as a weapon. And I have gotten access to, finally, a resolve spender. Finally, a oh, resolve wow. spender. What? Yes, and it's, it's called Meteor Shower. And I can spend a resolve as a full action to call down meteorites in a 10-foot radius um, that deal 12d6 damage. And if I'm outside, I can see the stars. It's 12d10 damage. Jesus. Whoa. So it's pretty good damage there. Um, That's a meaty-er hit than I was anticipating. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, he also continues to focus <laughs> inward. This is kind of a big level up, right? This is 15. Mm. We did get a... a Ability score increase. Increase, right? By the right. way, uh, we got a feat, and um, 
I got, I got a new spell, another new spell as well. So Orin is he's focusing inward. You know, he starts to radiate light as he's as he's meditating, and he can sort of feel his corporeal form start to change. His body becomes pure energy, not unlike his starlight form, but in, in a little more fluid state, right? And he sort of taps into these primal energies of the cosmic weave, and he starts moving around the room at like really like fast speeds, almost like teleporting, but just moving really quickly, dashing to and fro, that sort of thing. It's only briefly, but but long enough for him to realize that he can also use this as a weapon, that he can manipulate his own energy to move through foes and damage them on the way without, you know, having to tap into them mentally, right? So, I got a new spell. This spell is actually from the Drift Crisis, and it's called Ride the Wave. And it, it says that you turn into water, but Orin's not a water mage, as it were. So I'm going to reflavor that as, like, cosmic, you know, nebulous energy. energy. Mm-hmm. And Ride the Wave is super, super cool. I just want to, like, tell you all about it really quickly. I don't uh, want to, like... It's like my Warframe character. So Ride the Wave, um, you transform into a stream. It says water, but again, cosmic energy. You can move up to 120 feet with a supernatural fly speed, perfect maneuverability. The movement can pass through but not end in enemy spaces, doesn't provoke attacks of opportunity. And you, wherever you end your movement, any creatures or objects that you pass through take 5d8 bludgeoning damage. So, like, you can, like, potentially just, like, move all the way around the, the battlefield, move through every enemy, end up wherever you want within 120 feet, and deal damage the That's whole so time. Awesome. It's pretty neat. Pretty, it's from the Drift Crisis. Very, it's a new spell. It's, it's awesome, though. I really like yeah, it. Very that, cool. That's intense. So, yeah, Orin's just, like, getting, you know, all of these more tangible, you know, physical offensive capabilities that he's prayed for from Ibra uh, because he doesn't know you know what the Siv are capable of what sort of psychic mm-hmm. resistances they may have and he needs more than just mind by the way I got a level 5 mind thrust and it hits like a 15 d10 damage by the Jesus way Jesus Christ <laughs> <laughs> let's go but yeah I mean you know again lots of meditation lots of inward thinking for Aura and that's about the extent of what I have well I uh- why don't we go ahead and give you an inspiration on top of that too? I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right, roll it. I, I, I'm going to make all these personal. Nice. Oh, yay! Yeah. Yay! Oh, okay. thank you. I like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Zach, roll a d6 for me. Sure. Where is my d6? Five. Five. All right. This one is from Hot Rats. Hot Rats. What up, Duncan? Shout out, Duncan. Uh, it's another. It's another haiku. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Made from a random haiku generator at fantasynamegenerators.com oh, okay. with one word changed to Orin. <laughs> okay. Amusing nightmares. Harmonies without answers. Orin among friends. Wow. Poignant. I like that. That's yeah. beautiful, actually. Thank you, Duncan. All right. Appreciate uh, it. Hot, a hot rat's cue, if you will. Yeah, right. Okay. All right. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um... Next, who wants to go next? I'll go next. All right, John. So, during these three days, um, Kuiper has been doing a bit of training. 
um, for the past three days. Um, and he's been using the hollow suite. Oh, hey. Yeah, because, I mean, if we fucking got it, we better use it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway, uh, he's running a program that's uh, meant to simulate the fangs of the Moritosh. Um, something a little bit familiar. So, you know, you have, like, the same kind of, like, a... Uh, setting of it a lip brazier stone uh flooring design etc and uh you could see kuiper like uh donning a, a blindfold uh as he's going through his katas uh he's, he's been trying to hone his other senses because he's encountered concealment for lack of a better word, I mean, without going, me- I'm trying not to go meta here, but he's been, I mean, there's been more and more encounters of concealment, right? So he's trying to uh, heighten his other senses to be able to uh, improve his chances against concealment, you know? Um, which uh, Kuiper took blind fight, which basically allows him to reroll missed chances from concealment. So nice. Yeah, so what we can see here is is that like uh, he's kind of in the midst right now of after his uh, of his katas, he's been uh, in a slow like chess match sort of uh, with a uh, a silent droid that has been conjured from the ho- hollow suite, and uh, so he's been trying to use his other senses to detect where it is and uh, fight it very slowly, and so. You know, all while this is happening, you know, he's he's blocking out all these other thoughts of, like, um, the Civ or the Bantrids and, like, that there are two Weldies, you know? <laughs> and, um... That's the real horror of this campaign. Right, exactly, exactly. The the predicament of two Weldies. One Weldie is, was quite too much already. Um... So, anyway, just imagine, like, there's this silent droid that's just kind of circling him, looking for openings and whatnot. And so he's been doing this for quite a while, and so his mind is starting to slip more and more as he starts thinking about, like, well, how would D9 have handled this, you know, because the way they handle information like currency, you know? Um, And so before his, his mind drifts too much, his senses, like, spike, and muscle memory takes over and he there's a flash of movement and uh droid head clangs on the floor so he takes off the blindfold and he kind of relaxes and he feels like he's he's done you know his his bit but then he's uh going to uh leave and uh he's gonna go see where uh mike is and he's just kind of, kind of uh, I guess, like pull up like a the GPS on the ship to to track wherever Mike would be. <laughs> Did you install a tracker on me? <laughs> <clears throat> um, Zeno did. Right. Yeah. Years ago. Years back. Had it this whole time. Xenophanes, yeah. Where is Michael? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mike is in the the gym uh, area, which is kind of his his home on the ship. And uh, I think while Kuiper is doing his stuff, Mike's training by himself. And Mike is really conflicted, uh, giving, you know, being given all this information uh, politically about what's going on with the Bantrids. 
And he's trying to reconcile that with the teachings that he learned at the, the school of Demortage, the Fangs of Demortage. Um, and one in particular, uh, which is that a short demonstration of power is more effective than a long explanation. So that is something that was drilled into him at the Fangs of Demortage. However, in this situation, like he's he's perfected the art of a short demonstration of power, but this is a situation that very much might require a long explanation, and that might be the better path, path to, to peace and reconciliation, right? And so he's kind of going back and forth and, and worried, like, okay, but what if we, you know, give the long explanation, and then it all falls apart, and we still have to get into, into all these combats, and we, st- we have to fight a war, you know? So he's really torn about that, and he um, is in the gym, and he's got, like, you know, mobile, uh, like, training dummies, kind of. And he's just wearing himself out. He's he's with his Dashko. He's just like swinging and and trying to to cleave at, at the different enemies. And as he does it, like he really gets in kind of a flow state. And um, coupled with you know his newfound a couple levels ago ability to lunge to really extend his range, he's working on. And I'm just imagining like a badass martial arts movie with an axe. Uh, he's able to go almost flat, you know, and just like completely swing. I mean, he's got a 10 feet reach with lunge and hit multiple enemies, but he's been working on spacing the dummies out more and more and being able to cleave beyond the normal parameters of cleave. Because one of the things that Mike got is a gear boost, uh, which allows him, uh, it's called uh, spinning cleave. So whenever you use the cleave or great cleave feet, you can make subsequent attacks against foes that are not adjacent to one another, provided each foe is within your reach. So I can combo that with lunge to have 10 feet of reach and hit any enemy within 10 feet of reach oh, with my shit. cleave. Oh, that's pretty sick. Hell that's yeah. Yeah. Crazy. yeah. So he is like absolutely trying to get the maximum amount of range and hurl his um, Dashko around like in a, in a broad arc and hit multiple enemies. Um, that yeah. aren't even next to each other. You so know? you're matrix, you're matrixing yeah. out here, just as Kuiper walks in. And, I mean, Kuiper, you see him just do it like a helicopter of death, you know, uh, in the gym <laughs> when you walk in. <laughs> Working hard, it seems, eh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to figure this stuff out. Um, Look, you know, look at this, and he does another one, and it just like gets. I mean, it, like it almost defies gravity how how far he's able to lean out and just like smash, smash, smash in like a giant circle around him with with the edge of his dashko. Um, and you can see that he's been working at this for for probably hours. Like he is drenched in sweat. Like he's near, you know, muscle fatigue and uh, just about every muscle in his body. And he's like, I've made, I've made some progress. Uh, as far as a, a short demonstration of power, my friend. I'm, I'm glad you're here. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a favor. I need you to fight me. Like, for real. I need you to do your best to kick my fucking ass. <laughs> I need you to be relentless and ruthless. Why not? I guess I could use a new pair of shoes, right? To take, one must first give. And I'm, I feel like that's one of the tenets I've always kind of struggled with. Um, and I really want to put it to the test. 
You sure about this, eh? I've never been more sure of anything. And so I don't want to do a bunch of rolls, but like right, they right. have sort of a furious combat. And you can tell he has slowed down. He has been training himself to exhaustion the last few hours. Mm. And it, like he's, you're quick, you're nimble, and he's having a hard time hitting you. So over time, you, you're plinking little shots on him yeah. and, and eventually knock him out. And with no assistance from anybody else, he is able to come back to consciousness at one HP, stand up and get back in the fight. Cause I oh, finally hey. for titanium Mike took fucking die hard. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. <laughs> Only took 15 levels. Only Look took 15. at that. Wow. Yep. Wow. Got him. Yep. So and I don't, I, so well, I think, and I think part of why he was worried, you know, trying to get better at getting up from knocked out. He's gotten up from knocked out a million times, but it's always been a tax on his party, right. you know? Right. And, and, to take one must first give a lot of the time that's you guys giving your action economy for him and he doesn't want you to have to do that he wants to be the one who's giving by by taking all the damage and then can get back up and start the taking again mm-hmm. you know dude titanium mike's never going to hear another bell for the rest of his never. fucking life no, no it's not no it's not no it's not i know what no one sounds yeah. like I still got to spend a lot of resolve to get up, you know, but yeah. I can you know, do it all, all at the same time. Yeah. Right. And, you know, so, uh, it's it's interesting that, like, yeah, Kuiper is, is able to knock out Mike at one point. Yeah, sure. It took him, like, training multiple fucking hours to get to that point and whatnot. But Kuiper is kind of a swole daddy now a little bit. He's, he's like, at fucking five strength modifier, five dexterity modifier, and, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna have another one that's gonna be a f- six uh, modifier here soon. You know, so he's yeah, yeah. Me I can out. imagine he he. It's not just planks as much anymore as it is just like hitting fucking hard. But yeah. So what did Kuiper go there to find Mike for? Because you because had... well because of the fact that it's been three days and he's been kind of holed up by himself uh, doing doing like hollow suite uh, stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, He's he's kind of gravitated towards Michael because of the fact that we've trained for a year, and this is now like he's he's the most comfortable with uh, with with Mike, and so getting to see like what he's up to, it was more just checking in on him. Gotcha. You know? Yeah, I, gotcha. I think they're both like. I think they've grown a lot as people due to their shared training in mm. the fangs of Demortage. And so their training, it seems to me, a lot of the time is like they'll go train by themselves to get their head right. right. And then once they've kind of gotten to where they want to be mentally, mm. then they're like, I, I need the camaraderie. And then I need a, you know, the, the distinct challenge of like having a partner to train with as right. opposed to doing it all myself. Right. Right, you know? right. right. Well, you guys have both earned yourselves personal inspirations. So, uh, John, nice. why don't you go first? Roll me a D 10. All right. And Heath, uh, you're going to be rolling a D 10 as well. Okay. That is a two, a two. All right. This is from J laptop. All right. Terry Pratchett said, In ancient times, cats were worshipped as gods. They have not forgotten this, and neither should Kuiper. (laughs) I love that. Nice. Fucking love that. Nice. Nice. Uh, Very good. Thank you, Jay Laptop. All right, Heath, what'd you get? Uh, I got a lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Nice. All right. um, Okay. This one's a little bit of a long one. Um, 
This one is from Cold Brew Crit. Okay. Uh, Jairus Tak, otherwise known as... Uh, Jairus. Jairus. Jairus, yeah, sure. Every time. Yep. All right, here we go. We all know that Mordron couldn't have trapped Mike in the rune drive, even if he wanted to try. Mike's too damn strong. I mean, name another character on an actual play podcast to inspire a minigame. There aren't any. Not even God himself could strike Mike down. Surely Adam can't, and Lord knows he's tried. Could Mike build a desk so big even he couldn't move it? <laughs> Probably. He wouldn't, though. <laughs> he might. He's an engineer. That. You know? I love that. Uh, I, lo- I love that it starts with, like, uh, appealing to my pride on both levels. Like, like wh- your character couldn't trap your character, you know, like... Uh, uh, my immediate response was like, I don't know, maybe he could. No, no. no. I don't know, maybe he could. Just, yeah, you just <laughs> no. keep spiraling in an existential ego crisis. You know? So now I, now I have to battle Mordrin versus Mike on my own personal time playing both characters. It's the only way. It's the only way. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, who's next? Uh, Emily, Josh? Josh? I'll go ahead and go. All right. So, Fell for this three-day trip uh, is primarily sitting at his workbench, alternating sitting at his workbench and playing the pre-release version of Super Swarm 7 uh, that he's got on his computer uh, in that same room. So he's basically he staying the, back he in his workshop. He got in the closed beta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's in the early access. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's uh, sitting there t- like just, just conversing back and forth with Terry, kind of bouncing ideas and wanting to having enjoyed this newfound strength of having been essentially rebuilt and literally rebuilt as a character, like, you know, uh, out of game speaking or out of character speaking, mm-hmm. um, is wanting to be even stronger. So Terry, what do you, what do you think? Like, I feel like I could reroute power here just a little bit to where on an overcharge and it's a little bit more efficient. You think that would work? I mean, yeah, I think that could work. It tickles a little bit when you do that, but uh, that's usually a good sign. Uh, so yeah, let's give it a shot. You want you want more power, more zip, more zap. Yeah, I was I was thinking. Uh, I don't know if I had to put it in like a dice number, like an extra two d six or something like that. You're right. I got the code for that. All right, let's uh, let's see what we can do. And Fell charges up with his now superior oh, overcharge. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, dear. A superior overcharge uh, to where when I'm spending triple ammo to shoot a shot instead of just an extra 2d6 it's now 4d6 wow okay. so nice a little bit extra Damn, and I can dude. do that just normal shot it's just or normal standard action yeah just boost the damage that comes out of that so very nice all right so that's that's great but uh Terry what about uh what if this would have somehow be able to like I don't know like Pierce resistances or like go through like like we're, oh, some of the things we've been coming up be against more penetrating, like, do you? Yeah, like some type of like penetrating attack or something. I think I might call it. Oh, that's a that's a good that's a good name. Yeah. So what do you got in mind? I, I don't know. I was thinking maybe some some way to like shape the the charges as they as they're shot to be able to. I, I don't know. I don't I don't know if it'll. I don't think it'll work though. Uh I think we could figure something out. Um, look. Just focus your brain power into my code, uh-huh. and then I will shift that into your weapon, uh-huh. 
And let's see, like, uh, which which one of your buddies here has resistance? Let's shoot one of them. Uh, I'm not sure. And he thinks about it for a second, guys. Who wants to get a shot that has a DR or energy resistance I have against fire and electric? I have, I, have a, I have 15 electricity resistance. Same. Well, with cold and fire, I have 15 okay. for both. Either way, one L is going to take a little bit of, like, some damage from it. Because, um, like, yes. Ziva so, volunteers and Mike gets in the way. Actually, <laughs> so, like, on Ziva brand. knocks on your door about that time. Um, so, because Bell answers the door wearing nothing but a towel and holding his plasma cannon. The gun. The actual physical <laughs> rifle. Oh. Not the Hello, fellas. <laughs> Never uh, heard it called a plasma cannon before. <laughs> it's got plasma 19 cannon? notches on it. just happy to see me. <laughs> Shoots electric and fire, baby. <laughs> Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, Ziva, I, what, uh, what can I do for you? What's up? Well, I was actually coming to make a, a bit of an odd request. Um, I can come back if this is not a good time. Nah, actually, this is the, the perfect time. It's <laughs> Dar- just... Darian, your mind says, shoot her! <laughs> <laughs> do it. We'll, we'll get to it in, out loud. Fel says, we'll get to that, Terry. Uh, uh, oh, Ziva, this yeah. is this is the perfect time, right? You, I've been sitting here. I've been holed up for a couple days now. I'm a little bit stir crazy, just running off of caffeine. But uh, I think I got something figured out. But I need your help to 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 see if it actually works. All right, um, sure. What? Uh, how can I assist? And Fell just kind of shakily levels the rifle or the the plasma gun at her. It's like, I right, look, this is gonna hurt, but I need to see real world if this can if this can be fit if it if it if I figured it out. Alright. Well, you uh, know, I, my safe word is cabbages. Um okay, let's go uh, ahead. That takes you right out of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good safe word. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> so uh Phil's like, I uh I have your consent to shoot you, right? Sure, and Ziva kind of like pops her arms on the side of like the door frame to brace herself. Like, I trust you, Fel. Fel turns on combat tracking, shoots her. Mike flies through the door screaming, Bodyguard! (laughs) (laughs) I I think you should do another one of those overcharges. Nah, nah, nah. We know the overcharge works. I'm not trying to kill her. Yeah, I know. It works really good. It feels so good when you do it. Oh, no. Look, Terry. Look, that, which, yeah, God, that's that cabbages, <laughs> Terry. Cabbages. Uh, so yeah, he shoots, and uh, it successfully reduces my target's energy resistances and damage reduction by five against my weapon attack. Okay. So any DR you have, or energy, or it says and energy resistances. So wow, I have, so. you uh, take five more like the basically you lose five dr so right. i would five. only have 10 it ignores of five dr yeah. or right. resistance or resistance yeah, yeah. right or and so, resistance yeah. well it says but, and but like um, well, i don't have dr so right. i just have the, the resistance so it goes through a little bit and she's like oh and she's like pats the area like put out a little bit of fire i guess like well, that certainly packed a little more punch than usual <laughs> <laughs> And um, Phil grins is like, hey, thanks, Ziva. What, uh, what did you, what you actually need? Well, I was actually going to ask for a little bit of hair, but I think we are at a tit for tat kind of situation now. Bear? And she goes over and she pulls out of her hair like a hairpin and just pricks you on the chest, like in the pec muscle. Ah, and fuck, I didn't consent to that. What's wrong with you? 
No, it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and she brings up what looks like a compass, and there are four portions, uh, like sectioned areas. And she opens one of the sections, and like scoops up a little bit of your blood, and says, "All right, you should be good to go now." Um. All right, I think we're even. What the hell was that? Yeah, you could take the you could take Ziva out of the shadow plane, but you can't take the shadow plane out of Ziva, I guess. You know? <laughs> and she she looks at you. She goes, "This is um, this is an absolute compass." I oh. have you ever heard of one before? It's I mean I can kind of piece together I guess what it does like points to me now because you got my blood. Yeah, it's huh. um, I. I don't want us getting separated again, whether hmm. that's on a space or even a plane. I want to be able to keep tabs on my crew. So, so like, I get it, but also my privacy, though. Is there a way to turn it off? I'm going to go find the always... rest of the crew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I will say, what you do notice is Ziva looks kind of haggard. Like, she looks like she hasn't slept in two days. Um... Got those so, nightmares. Uh, she she looks real tired. But uh, was there anything else you needed, Josh? Sorry. Yeah, I've got I've got one more mm-hmm. thing. Uh, so I guess Fel Ziva part ways, mm-hmm. and before we cut to Ziva, Fel goes back to his workbench, and uh, again to Terry. So like, look, I've got all these these resistances now, uh, but I want more. I want to be damn near unkillable and. I, I quite like my skin, so I was thinking maybe maybe pushing towards like some type of acid uh, protections or something. Is that? I think that's a thing we can do, right? Sure. All right. So, uh, <laughs> you can do I, that. Who am I to say that you can't do that? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Smartass. Uh, let me. I tell you what. I'm, I'm gonna work on it. I'm gonna figure it out, and uh, I'll just I'll just program it. You you'll. You won't even realize I what mean, happened. I am also in agreement of keeping his skin intact. And you unkillable. That works for me. You know, like, we kind of are in tandem there. You know, we got so a nice bit. relationship yeah. going yeah. on. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, since I got kicked out of the ship, uh, uh, AI role by that nerd, uh, you, you're my <laughs> you're, 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 you're all I got left, pal. <laughs> uh, but so, so what I took uh, was the, for my. Uh, exocortex mod at this mm. level because this is 14th level mechanic for me because that one level dip in soldier. Well, speaking um, of, oh, go ahead. No, well, it's I, I already have cold, electric, and fire energy resistances, mm-hmm. so why not have some acid? Why not? Except this one is 10 energy resistance against acid. Nice. So hopefully, we go up against acid stuff. Don't we'll know. I mean, we'll see. Um, speaking of nerds and leveling up, I want to say that Zeno's presence uh, as the virtual intelligence that kind of permeates through all of you is now going to give you guys a plus two on all recall knowledge checks. Oh, nice. Very nice. Very so. sweet. Super sweet. Yeah. Free money. Um, it's free real estate, really. Yeah, pretty it much. Is. It really um, is. Josh, roll a d12 for your inspiration. Uh, okay. Oh, that's a 10. That's a 10? No, no, I rolled oh, oh. I had a 10. Uh, so, 7 on the roll. Okay, this uh, this one is from Egg. 
Hello, Egg. <laughs> Eggy boy. Buy a reasonably priced keyboard. All jokes aside, here's hoping your dice clickety-clacky half as satisfyingly as your tappity-taps do. And when they clickety-clack onto a not-so-great face, use this inspo to smooth over the difference. Oh, thanks. Nice. Uh, I, do ha- I do have reasonably priced keyboards. I'd also just have absurdly priced ones, too. <laughs> okay, uh, good job. That's a good level up there. Um, Emily? Okay. We're, we're, we come to, to Ziva now. Uh, yeah. What's what's going on? You you not sleeping well? Ziva's not sleeping well? Having some troubles? Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll backtrack just a little bit. Um, I feel like most everybody, this stuff is taking place on like, I don't know, about eight hours or so before we get to Hib. Um, the last two days, Ziva has been furiously combing the infosphere, um, any you know sort of database that she can get her hands on to try and learn as much as possible. Uh, to create a good diplomatic approach and be as culturally relevant as possible to not only the um, Bantreds, but to any other people that she might encounter uh, on hip. So any kind of like uh, Bretheri, uh, not Bretheri, um, Brethaden. Brethaden, thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, entities, that kind of thing. So she's actually taken. Uh, a new language. She's she already had uh, Brethiden, or however you say that, but she's taken Star Song. Okay. Um, and essentially that is what the Oma, the like giant space whales, sing. Uh, and they are Tight. typically the ships that are used by, um, I think a lot of the uh, Breth. I cannot say the words. Thank you. We're going to get the hookup on whale polyps. Yeah, we got that whale polyp in. Uh, But also, just in general, like she's been just, again, sort of studying nonstop, trying to beef up as much as possible diplomatic ways. Like she's been practicing in the mirror sort of movements and different things that are sort of like indicative to polite sincerity and sort of peace brokering and intonations and different things not just focusing on the words the languages but how she delivers her overall presence um so over the last two days she has essentially taken a new expertise talent universal diplomat which essentially means that i can use diplomacy to change a creature's attitude uh, regardless of the language dependency, um, oh, I can use great. it. She just gives them a sly wink, huh? And they melt. Pretty much, yeah. And not only for like language dependence, but also for creatures with an intelligence score of one or two. So oh, now cool. I can change their uh, inclinations essentially towards us. Um, so that's one thing. But so she's kind of stayed up a lot, uh, really kind of digging into the infosphere there. And as we're approaching Hib, uh, she's like, okay, uh, sort of checking off a list of things to do. And uh, that's when she grabs the compass, like, out of her desk. And she sort of, like, throws her hair back out of her face a little bit and then goes to see Fell. And from there, she would go, I imagine, to the uh, gym to meet up with Kuiper and Mike. And she would ask, uh, as she comes, she's like, ah, gentlemen, 
I have a bit of a... Well, well, it's me. It's not really that odd, all things considered. I need a sample of your DNA. Either a piece of hair or some skin or a scale or blood if you're so inclined. You, you walk in right when Mike got knocked out. You just poke him. <laughs> you know? like, well, all right, I'll take care of this real quick. Don't worry about that. Uh, no, but she would give you guys the option. You know, what would you prefer to give up? And she's holding the, the compass out. Like, it's not clandestine. She she would tell you what it's about, you know. Yeah. What would you give up, Kuiper? He's going to uh, give up his the, whole tail. Uh, the whole, the whole tail. tail. No, no. Um, Actually, a... Uh, the 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 end of his stogie that he was using for his cigarillo. It's got saliva on it. So gross. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can take this. Ever ever the suave Kuiper. Like <laughs> literally a body full of fur could have taken well, a single no, piece no, of fur. There is no uh, trash can in here. I didn't. Uh, okay. You know, I had to throw it is away it? somewhere. So here, you can take it. Oh, wonderful. I will be your <laughs> to trash take receptive. one month for a ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole, dude. Uh, um, <laughs> she does. She puts your spit-soaked stogie tip into her um, Go on. compass. Yeah. <laughs> 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 take, a, take an inspiration. I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Mike, what would you give? Uh, he'll just like pull a, a loose scale, I guess, off his, like maybe off his tail. Okay. You know? And she slides it in. She says, ah, oh, all right. Go on. Only one, yeah. only one yeah. left. Um, okay, boys. And she's a little, like, again, she's just kind of got like dark circles under her eyes. Um, just looks a little kind of like. Like, she hasn't been sleeping. You know, she looks tired. Uh, all right, boys, I'm going to go visit with Oren, and I'm going to get some rest, and I hope you'll all do the same. We need to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed uh, for our visit to Hib. Then that uh, means you need to get some rest, then, Capitan. I see those that wear around your eyes. Kuiper, I thought that we were of a kind. You don't mention when a lady doesn't look her best. Well, put some makeup on me. Well, wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a cream for that. Uh, wait, before you go, look at what I can do. And he does a giant cleave and hits like four training dummies. Just stick she around, claps. I'll knock him back out and you can <laughs> see him rise back up. <laughs> and you're like, okay, Quick boys, and like back into scuffling, you know? Yeah. <laughs> These boys will be boys. <laughs> um, and uh, she just kind of like laughs and um, like walks out. Um, where's Oren now? Probably in his room. I mean, you know, space. his quarters. Space. <laughs> space. Just hanging out. Literally. Sitting, on, sitting um, on the nose of the ship outside. Just doing cartwheels like across the fucking like windshield. You it's can like just it's see never him. easy. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> uh, no, she would kind of pop in his room. Oren, do you have uh, just a moment? I need to uh, ask a favor. Of course, Cap. You all right? Um, ah, yes, I've just uh, been burning the midnight oil, as it were, trying to prep for our um, interaction with the Bantrids. Uh, could I possibly get a piece of hair from you? Just a single strand is all I need. Uh, would that be acceptable? Yeah, Oren plucks a hair from his head and doesn't even ask a question. He just hands it to her. He, sure. 
and she slides it into the last open compartment and closes it and uh, as she does like the needle on this compass spins for just a second and then bing, points right at you um, she says thank you and she kind of like visibly some of the tension sort of releases from her shoulders you know she just feels a little bit better having this this one way that she can keep an eye on her crew you know um, it's like ron weasley's mom yes. with that clock they have that yes. points to where they are and if they're in danger absolutely um and yeah, she's kind you know, of like if you're worried about it you can always just ask and he like, points <laughs> at his head and then says we can talk anytime telepathically to her i i know oren and i thank you very much for that i just I'm just trying to be as prepared as possible for any potential outcomes. Uh, you know how that goes. I do. Um, Listen. Well. I know you're worried about this coming up. And, uh... Look. I, I trust you. I'm gonna take your lead on this. However you want to handle this stuff with the Bantrids. Just know that whatever comes of this, I think it's bigger than... than you know, Bandred culture stability. So. She smiles at that. She's like, thank you, Oren. You keep us, you keep us grounded in some of the bigger picture things. And that is one of the many things that I appreciate about you. Um, yes, I'm, I'm going to go get some rest. Uh, uh, see you in the morning. Yeah. And, um, thank you. And she kind of like wiggles the, the compass. All right, Cap. And she would head back to her room, and she is very tired, so she would certainly uh, lay down. And you would notice as she lays down, and she kind of like snuggles up, there is a stuffed squawks, uh, just like a little stuffed animal uh, that she sort of like snuggles up next to. And she falls uh, asleep pretty quickly. Um, but unfortunately, her sleep is a little not very restful i suppose because she is plagued by dreams just sort of like remembering some of the terrible things that the crew went through some of the terrible things that she subjected her crew to and she's just kind of tossing and turning and finally things seem to slow down in her dreams and things get dark and almost restful but out of the darkness she sees this very familiar scene as the sort of mindscape of the rune drive comes into her nightmare memory and she finds herself trapped again just suspended in the air she can't move she can't speak it's even hard to breathe and out of the moving darkness that is this this terrorscape steps the familiar phrase of Mordrin. What does he say, Heath? Ah, Ziva. Once again, you find yourself in this tricky role of Herald. Doom and Havoc will follow in your wake, in your words. You will shepherd in a new era of pain and suffering for an entire race. You will never be free of your true nature. You are, and always will be, a herald of pain. 
And at that, the memory shatters and she (sighs) jumps out of her nightmare. And as she does this, all of the, the pain and fear and confusion just sort of build up in her mind and she's almost trapped again like she can't breathe she can't scream she can't say anything so instead she sends out this piercing mental shriek and everyone on the ship hears it in their minds and i imagine it wakes everybody up and they are technically uh i i'm not gonna say they are but like in theory, with this telepathic scream that she took as her new feat, uh, she can essentially inspire, I believe, the shaken condition in multiple targets. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Here we go. Sorry, I had to pull up. I wonder where you were going with this whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Fell wakes up. Terry, shut up, man. <laughs> I'm sleeping. No, that that was that wasn't me. I think um, that was I think that was the captain. So just for for the specifics of it, as a standard action, you can broadcast a jarring telepathic screech into the minds of nearby enemies. You can use this ability on one target creature per character level. So only Um, 15 targets. Jeez. Only 15. What a waste of an ability. Nearby (laughs) enemies. So is that how you see us? Uh, So this this is for flavor. This is for flavor. This is 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 the onset Mm. of this ability, okay? So it's (laughs) uncontrolled. All right. Mm -hmm. Um... But it is very cool, um, and uh, essentially, uh, there's of course the DR for intimidate. Uh, but the targets are shaken for one round plus one additional round for every five by which your result exceeds the DC. Mm-hmm. Um, so very cool. I can target multiple creatures. Well, yeah, I don't. It's, I don't want to dismiss what you just did. Um, yeah, the rest of you were just awoken by the scream of your captain that you haven't heard the likes of in three years since you know like I think Orin is probably the only one who's truly heard her scream like that whenever she was you guys were trapped and she got the corruption wrapped all around her you know yeah like yeah that, I mean it, certainly Orin would would like jump up at that uh, you know kind of like obviously shaken right and uh, go you know look out in the hallway Ziva Ziva yeah turn the okay yeah. I was going to say, you hear very quickly the thundering uh, of, of Mike's uh, legs, and he kind of busts in your door in his boxer shorts with, with his Dashka, and it's just like, what's going on? Who do I need to kill? Um, I mean, Ziva's like in the center of her bed, knees up, like just sort of gripping the the stuffed uh, squawks and she sort of sees you and sort of comes back into the reality of where she is what's actually happened and she says I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry Mikhail I did not I, I, I had a bad dream I, I'm so sorry I didn't mean to wake everyone um, um. and she takes a deep breath and she says, I, I'm, I'm fine I'm fine I just I, I didn't get enough sleep and I've just been thinking too much uh, about too many things. Um, yeah, and Mike uh, drops his dashko on the floor and kind of walks over, puts a hand on Ziva's back and rubs it a little bit, and it's just like, you're working yourself too hard, Captain. Like, not physically, but up here. 
take some deep breaths. Look, it's a big responsibility we've got right now, but you gotta take care of yourself. We need you at your best as well. And she just kind of looks up and she smiles, but it's kind of like a watery smile. No, you know, it's mm-hmm. like. And you were there, and you were <laughs> and there. You were there. <laughs> um, I, I think Oren would. I mean, obviously, he's like right. Their rooms are mm-hmm. directly across yeah. from mm-hmm. Ziva's. You know, when they both came out, Oren would be there as well. I think Oren would would know, sort of, instinctually, when he sees Ziva in that state, that she was back on the shadow plane. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like she's she's experiencing some trauma. Mm-hmm. And um you know, he does he doesn't have anything to say that Mike wouldn't have already said, but but he gives Zia, Ziva a very knowing look, you know, like I I, I understand what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah, cuz you were trapped in yeah. the dream the nightmare escape too, you know. And yeah. he would yeah, he um, would say, you know, you know Cap you're not alone. If you need us, we're here for you. I know. Thank you. Thank you, Oren. Mikhail, thank you. I, I'm sorry. I, we have a big day tomorrow. Um, let's all get some sleep, yeah? Can somebody give me a glass of water and some ranch-flavored whale polyps, please? <laughs> I really love a glass of warm milk with maybe a, a little sprig yeah. of nutmeg. That the sign you hear fell stomping through the hallway, fully armored up, ready to go. What's going on? What <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all good. The captain had uh, had a, a bad dream, um, which I don't mean to sound condescending with that. Like we've I been through a like- lot. Honestly, I feel like that's almost uh, sort of just a code word, right? Like everybody in our crew probably Mm -hmm. has nightmares. And we just, we don't delve into it too much. It's just kind of like a constant, like, like letting everybody know, like, hey, you're okay. You're safe. You're here. Uh, And we just say, had a bad dream, right? Like, no, it's the same way that, like, so working with very young kids. Um, they don't know how to express their like emotional Deep stuff. Feelings. So so when they have like anxiety and stuff, uh, like you know, fifty percent of the time, a kid will tell you like my stomach hurts, mm-hmm. you know, or something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And it, what mm-hmm. they're really saying is like I'm stressed out, I'm having anxiety right now, but they don't know how to express that. Right, so right. It, it's kind of akin to that. I feel like I will say the last thing, like as everybody kind of like leaves out of her room, the last thing that she does is she picks up the stuffed squawks. And sort of turns it over towards its back, opens a little pouch, and there's a switch that says track, and on the other side it says protect. And she switches it from track to protect. And uh, what this is, is she's had it for a while now, but this is the first time that I've had a chance to really talk about it. Uh, This is called a sweet dream bot. And essentially it has two modes where you can either track your dreams and then you can like upload them to a uh, computer console to sort of like see what you've been... uh, experiencing and then to protect is essentially when the sweet dream bot detects a the presence of a bad dream oncoming it will send out like sort of a neuro pulse to disrupt neurochemicals right yeah Yeah. okay um so that's what she does and then she settles back down to go back to sleep Uh, bad dream zapper yeah i would normally have you roll for your personal inspiration, but there is one on here that is just too perfect to not okay. give to you for this one. So okay. this one's from Corey. Um, okay. <laughs> squish another sheep and take an inspiration. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Fucking about cold-blooded it. Corey over wow. here. All right. Wow. Fine. I'll allow it. <laughs> well, we'll just say that what that means is get some sleep, Ziva. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah you, For real. You can you count look like them however shit. you want. If you got to count <laughs> them by like squishing ass. them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's what the zapper does. It squishes it the sheep. Squishes right? the sheep. Yeah. Them, so you don't have to worry about them. That's just how that works, baby. Um, awesome. Thank you, Corey. So great job, everybody, on their level ups. That was really fantastic. Um, and yeah, I mean, Zach Oren pilots the ship. You know, slides As out he of the does. drift. Yeah. Uh, yep, slides out of the drift. And uh, it reveals. An aerial view of Hib, which is like low rolling hills overgrown with like a purplish grass stubble. You see hundreds of tapered spiraling towers rising from the landscape. Though they appear uniform in design, the towers do vary in heights and circumferences. And you know that the particular tower that you're looking for is called the Starward Vault Tower. Um, and it seems to be one of the largest structures that uh, of the ones that you see. It is surrounded by its eponymous city, Starward, is the name of the, is one of the capital cities of Hib. Um, it's a bustling metropolis that radiates out from the tower's base. Um, there is a small spaceport attached to Starward Academy Flight School, um, so you can dock your ship there. Um, Abadar Corp has already flagged you as contractors, and so you receive. A very enthusiastic welcome from local officials upon landing. You know, all the benchers are like, ooh, ooh, hey, 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 new visitors, hey, 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 you know, like they're all very excited. Um, there's holographic signs that point to a network of punctual ground shuttles that would transport commuters across the city. Um, and so locating a shuttle to the vault tower is pretty easy. Um, you would enjoy a nice 10 minute ride within a tidy but very crowded space full of bantrids. Um and some other packed world species ranging from androids to Brathus. Uh, in this commute, you overhear some snippets of conversation from the passengers that seem to center on the region's sweltering weather conditions. Okay. Um, that, and, and you see that there's like a local news feed also on the, on the shuttle. Um, in the middle of a weather report proclaiming that record heat waves show no signs of letting up with temperatures predicted to rise over the next few days. And of course, as that comes out, the commuters are all like, Oh, like, Oh, great, great. Um, and then you arrive at the tower's base and you see a Bantrid, uh, actually have a picture of this Bantrid greets you. Uh, upon arrival, so let me show you. This is the this is the bantry. Oh, got like looks a, like a bantrid to me. A, looks like sure a bantrid. Uh, he is not beat up or dead, so this is uh, this is a, a healthy looking bantrid. Uh, With a gold chain, though. Yeah, this man's a baller. Yeah, and like it's basically that gold chain at the end of it has like his credentials, which is. Uh, is one of the spiraling towers, like a picture mm. of one of the spiraling towers. Uh, he's got gold, or they've got gold eyes, and they've got like green spotting in their appendage fins. Um, they have kind of like a blue and purple 
kind of oceany, iridescent. iridescent look to them. Uh, and their pearl. rolling ball is a nice maroon mm. color. Um, and they say, hello. It's nice to meet you. And we'll see ya. We just got We're not going anywhere. <laughs> we just came in. How rude. Is this what you call venturing hospitality? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>